Great start here. Can Flintensky score? Yes! The ahead! Oh, he's trying to find him. It's broken for Fabregas. Now it's Iniesta. This is it! Chin! Chin out! Mezzanazzi! He's looking for three goals. He's got seven. So he's right side here. Oh, I say! It's amazing. Has it gone over the line of the back post? It has. It's three. And he has them. Here they are, looking for number five, with Philippe Albert, oh! Kadira, 5-0! Hello and welcome to the Football Fives. Uh, my name's David Hartrick and this week, uh, full disclosure, we should have been doing a quiz which I have written and prepared, and we will be doing at some point. But unfortunately, Dan Story can't make it tonight, as he's busy writing a 35,000-word article trying to convince me it was a penalty in the England-Italy game last night. (laughs) Um, That means, for this blind episode, uh, I have my two cohorts with me. On my virtual left, Christopher Nee of the internet in general. Uh, Chris, tell me a little bit about the Styles Council. Oh, uh, yeah, the Styles Council is a new, not new podcast about the England national football team, uh, starring Chris Nee and David Hartrick. Hello. Yeah, it's I, I had a blog called the Styles Council in, uh, uh, started about 2011 um, and followed the national team through that for Euro 2012 and did a podcast for about 10 episodes uh, and we are reviving it as audio only. Uh, on my virtual right, Optus Ryan Keeney. Ryan, how are you? Yeah, very well, Dave. Thank you. How are you? Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Bit, bit uh, weird I didn't get that I ra- call for the uh, Styles Council podcast, to be honest, chaps. Dan's uh, <laughs> <did laughs> <you>, fuming. <laughs> did you not have, at one point, a now long defunct, was it Republic of Ireland or Northern Ireland Northern blog? Ireland, yeah, Whiteside can jump. Uh, yeah, I ran that uh, around the same time that Chris was running the Styles Council. They were uh, linked in some way, uh, and that ran through uh, the disappointment that was qualifying for Euro 2012, and uh, kind of stopped it at the wrong time because things have just gone upwards from there. Um, blind episode tonight, and I guess you'll both be wanting to know what we're talking about. Let me just say this: two worlds collide, rival nations. It's a primitive clash, venting years of frustrations. Bravely we hope against all hope. There is so much at stake. Seems our freedom's up against the ropes. Does the crowd understand? Is it East versus West? Or is it man versus man? Now that was, of course, Burning Heart by Survivor. Easily one of the top three songs ever written. Off the greatest soundtrack of all time, Rocky Four, And it's that final line we're interested in. Or man against man. Because we were going to do a quiz, and then we couldn't do it because Dan's not here. But then I realised I've got the two of you, and I can pit man against man. Oh, no. <laughs> I knew you were going to do this. Here we go. This is it. As a one-off, this is a two-man a two man clash. Ryan versus Chris for... And there's going to be an immense amount of pride on this, as it's I mean, a two-horse race. Oh, Nobody no. wants to finish second in a two-horse race, no. do they? Oh, no. This is the man that behind his back. I call him C-Fax. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I, 
full disclosure again, um, I have written a quiz that we're going to do for all of us before the World Cup. Okay. This is largely taken from Nick Holt's excellent Mama Football Quiz Book, released in 2016. If you like that sort of thing, this is very much that sort of thing. Uh, but I think it's probably the best example of the genre out there. So we're going to be taking questions pretty much exclusively from within. Um, round number one, okay, and these are individual rounds. I'm going to give you three topics, and you're going to pick two of the three to answer five questions on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who wants to go first with their first five? I will. Chris, your topics are Premier League, England, yeah, or England. <laughs> uh, Premier League, please. Premier League, excellent. You would have thought I would have had the page in the book teed up, wouldn't you? Yes. I Sorry, would. this reminds Is me that, so do much. I get a point for getting that one right. <laughs> this reminds me a lot of the evenings that we have spent, Dave, in uh, restaurants in Leeds with a quiz book, uh, asking each other quiz questions and competing head to head. All right, I, curry in favour already. I didn't do very that well would be in those exactly either. what it is, Ryan. Yeah, I'm basically I'm taking our social life national. That's exactly what I'm doing. Good, uh, Chris. Yes, there are 15 questions in each quiz. I'll allow you to pick numbers between one and 15 randomly. Okay. Go. First question. One. Uh, I'll also just clarify, Dan's story isn't here, so we're not going to spend two and a half minutes answering each question. Fine. It's going to be a relatively quick turnaround. Yeah. So, Premier League, number one. A study showed that all but one of the Premier League clubs made a loss on transfers in the first five years to the end of 2000. Which club made a profit? And which highly rated defenders transfer to Leeds United earlier that year made them the exception? Uh, West Ham United. Yep. Yes. And yeah. And oh, uh, Rio Ferdinand. Correct. I'm going to give you a point for each answer there. Oh, thanks. Cheers, mate. At one point, that question was looking truly awful. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. Uh, next, uh, pick a number, Chris. Two. Two. Be a bit more inventive, son. <laughs> I'm just I'm taking my inspiration from the first round of question of sport. Uh, which pair, already with a uh, combined total of 18 career red cards, were sent off in a Premier League clash between Arsenal and Chelsea in August 2001? Patrick Vieira. Correct. And... I'm going to go out on a limb and say you'll never get this second one. No, I won't. Wild Stab in the Dark, Chelsea 2001. Jordy Morris. Incorrect, it was Dennis Wise. Mm. Oh, I was pretty close to saying Dennis Wise. Uh, Chris. 2001? Yeah, I know, I was quite shocked at that myself. Chris, pick yep. a number. Four. Liverpool were so anxious about their goalkeeping strength that they bought two in the summer of 2001, one from Feyenoord and one from Coventry City. Who were they? Who, sorry, who were they? 
And who was relegated to number three and left for Real Sociedad? That is tough. Um, Gettable, but tough. I'm going to guess at Sander Vesterveld. Correct. Uh, Jersey Dudek. Correct. <coughs> and... If Jonathan you don't Gold? Get the... Who, sorry? Jonathan Gold. Incorrect. Ryan, have you got an answer? Is it the Coventry player we're looking for? Well, <laughs> did Sander Vesterveld <laughs> or Jersey Dudek play for Coventry, Ryan? That's uh, no, the question um, you've got to answer yourself. I, I have no idea, Dave. Do you know what? I thought out of the three of them, this was the tap-in. It's Chris Kirkland. Ah. Oh, the, the year's done me again. Ah. Yeah. Chris Kirkland. What was he doing uh, playing then? Chris, pick yes. a number. Three. Here are five terrible signings by Premier League sides in the 95-96 season. Can you name the guilty clubs? So I'll go through them one by one. Yeah. Uh, number one, Andrea Salense. Forrest. Correct. Number two, Marco Bugas. West Ham. Correct. Number three, Rule Fox. Famously bad he was there. Yeah. Uh, Spurs. Correct. Number four, Graham Fenton. Ha! Aston Villa. <laughs> yes. No. No, wrong oh. way round. You've got it the oh, wrong way round. I've Blackburn. got to take your first. Yeah, I've got yeah. to take your first answer there. Uh, and Thomas Brolin. Leeds. Correct. Four out of five. I think that is a valiant effort, Chris. Uh, last question from uh, this section. Five. <laughs> what two things do Peter Atherton, Kevin Campbell, Jason Dodd, Gary Flickcroft, Kevin Nolan, Chris Perry, Matty Taylor, Steve Watson and Alan Wright have in common statistically? Who is the first among equals on that list? And who is the only non-English player to fit into this category? That is, again, ridiculously what? tough. Give me, give me a, a sample of names again. Uh, what two things do Peter Atherton, Kevin Campbell, Jason Dodd, Gary Flickcroft, Kevin Nolan, Chris Perry, Matty Taylor, Steve Watson and Alan Wright have in common statistically? <laughs> who is the first among equals on that list and who is the only non-English player to fit into that category? Unlisted, the last bit, I, I assume. It's it no unlisted yeah yeah uh, pass Alan Wright and pass incorrect all have made more than three hundred appearances in the Premier League without winning an international cap Nolan made three hundred ninety nine appearances so he was the first oh, among equals Steed Malbrunk made the three hundred club without ever being capped by France Ryan right. Your uh, categories are Premier League, Republic of Ireland, <laughs> Northern Ireland. Uh, Premier League, please. Butler. Yeah, very much so. Right. Let me just... In fact, I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll stick to the same quiz, that oh. same quiz, because it's Premier League. So you've got Six to fifteen to go at. Uh, six, please. <laughs> Get into the spirit of it. Yeah. Lads. All right. All right. 
which Dutch international and Chelsea player, not only known for his ferocious tackling, but was sent off twice in the 2005-2006 Premier League season. So, sorry, which Dutch international and Chelsea player, not exactly known for his ferocious tackling, was sent off twice in the 2005-2006 season? All right, not known. Um, Yeah. I would have got that. Correct. Great shout, that, Ryan. Good. Uh, uh, number nine. Next question. Number nine. That's better. All right. Uh, who had an unhappy year at West Ham in 1997-98, so moved to Aston Villa in the summer, only to ask to move again a week later? Where did he end up the following month, having already played, uh, having already played the first few years of his career there? Everton. Um, and his name was um, David Weir. Incorrect. I'm not going to throw it over because it's too much of a tap-in. Yeah, and we're going to keep it PG as well. Yeah, David Unsworth, Ryan. (sighs) Pick a number. got David. Uh, 11. Uh, Why does the sequence Peacock, Ginola... Ferdinand, Shearer, Albert hold particularly fond memories oh, of 1996 God. for Newcastle United fans. <laughs> Is that the 5-0 against Manchester United, David? That would exactly be the 5-0 against Manchester United. I wonder if friend of the pod, Johnny Gabriel, would have got that question. <laughs> he could tell um, you the other six people on the team, I imagine. Um, question 14, please. To the end of the 2015-16 season, which six players had made more than 200 appearances, uh, Premier League appearances, that is, for Southampton? Um, Latis? Letitia is correct. Uh, is probably one... Uh... And now after this, I go suddenly blank. Uh, Dodd. Jason Dodd? Correct. Um, it's not Rory Delap. No, you're correct. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is... Uh, Marion Parhars. He's probably Incorrect. going to Derby for a bit. Incorrect. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, so... Nice. Three more stabs at it to get points. Um, Can't think Sorry. of a single Southampton player, can you? No. I, I can only think of the current squad and they've not been back in it long enough. Um, and the only person that's probably been around that squad since they got back is Steve Davis, but he's not done it for them. Um, 200 Premier League appearances. Francis Benali. Correct. Good reach. Uh, thanks. Um, so it's because he was on Five Live last week when uh, they sacked their manager. Um, Francis Benali, Latisse Dodd. Now I'm trying to think who scored in the 6 3. Uh, I'm going to have to hurry. Was. I know. Uh, I do apologise. Davis. Incorrect. Yeah. The six were Jason Dodd, 
Yeah. Klaus Lundekvam. Yeah. Lundekvam. Yeah. Matt Latis. Yeah. Francis Benali. Matt Oakley, who I don't think many would have got. And James Beatty. Ah. So, uh, last question, Ryan. Yep. Uh, let's have 15. Uh, let's let's look at the right quiz, Dave. That would help. Uh, who cancelled a match against Blackburn Rovers in December 1996, claiming illness meant they had oh, not enough players bro. to fulfil the Premier League fixture? Who was the club's manager, and what was the consequence? Uh, Middlesbrough, Brian Robson. They were correct, correct. deducted three points, I think. Uh, the game was awarded to. I'm going to give you that because the game was awarded to to Blackburn. Oh, good. So although they weren't docked three points, in effect, it was three points they couldn't get. So I'm going to give you that, Ryan, because I'm Thanks. feeling generous. Cheers, Dave. Much appreciated. S- scores on the doors <laughs> as we head back to Chris. Chris has got nine. Ryan has got ten. Oh, ten. Uh, Chris, your um, options are England or England. Uh, which uh, England? Thanks. You go in England. I'm going controversial, England. but I want fair Francis enough. Benali as well because that's the point I didn't get there, isn't it? <laughs> uh, let me just find England. Just fill for a minute while I find it in the book. Uh, yeah, while we're plugging stuff, let's do it completely randomly in the middle of the first round. Illustrated football, lads. Yes, absolutely oh, yeah, excellent. He, uh, this, for those who don't know, this is somebody who's contacted us on Twitter who was inspired by USA 94 to produce a print of the various kits on display. And it is lovely stuff, isn't it, lads? certainly is. Uh, not only that, his website has also got what I can only describe as some lovely stuff on it. Right then. Here we go, Chris. 1 to 15 again. Uh, 13 oh, mixing it up get you whose last gasp equaliser got England out of jail and earned direct qualification for the 2002 World Cup finals <laughs> uh, that would be the lovely David Beckham it would and the best thing about this Chris is in the back of this book there's fairly nondescript answers so it's usually just a name okay but the answer to this question, just completely randomly, is David Beckham with a superb free kick under immense pressure. He single-handedly <laughs> got England through this game as his colleagues as his colleagues sleepwalk for ninety minutes. I think that's a lovely touch, isn't it? Yeah. That's like uh, yes, absolute tap in. Next number ten. In how many of his thirty-three England games did Kieran Dyer play a full ninety minutes? And how many goals did he score in his England career? Uh, I'm going to guess at a combined total of zero. No, twice. Yeah. And how? Well, you've got one point zero goals, but yeah, twice. Um, twice. I know. Do you remember? <laughs> Kieran Dyer's England career can be summed up in one thing, and that's when. Do you remember when the Turkish keeper rushed to try to kill him? <laughs> Um, another number, Chris. Uh, six. Who were the four members of Luton's League Cup winning team of 1988 who played for England at some point in their career? That's a decent question. <laughs> that is lovely. 
Oh. I'm going to give you a clue. One of them is one of my heroes. That doesn't help. Gabriel Batistuta played for Luton in 1998. <laughs> he did, yeah. He had a big stint there, Ryan. Uh, what year? Eight, oh, my God. That's the question again. Uh, who were the really. four members... <laughs> Who were the four members of Luton's League Cup winning team in 1988 who played for England at some point in their career? Nah, I'm going to have to push you for some answers, Chris. Pass. Uh, Luton. Fozzie. Steve Foster. Uh, Mick Harford, Ricky Hill and Brian Steen. Should, uh, should have got Mick there. Another one, uh, Chris, number? One. Who was the first man to be sent off while playing for England? Oh no, I know this as well. No, it's gone. It's Alan Mullery. So easy. Alan Mullery. Yeah, very much a know it or not question, that mate. Uh, Two more to go. Another number. Three. Which England player has made the most appearance? uh, Sorry, hang on, I cocked that right up. Edit that out, Ryan, as if we do any editing. Uh, Which England player has made the most appearances in World Cup finals with 17 up to 2014, obviously? Uh, I'm going to go with Beckham again. Uh, Have I just lost my page in a book? Not for me to say. Uh, (laughs) No. It's, again, a little bit of a tapping, Chris, really, but it's Schultz, Peter Schultz. Oh, come on. Uh, Last one. Last number. (laughs) Two. Number two. Which two of these players did not feature in the embarrassing defeat by the US at the 1950 World Cup finals? So two of these didn't feature. Raish Carter, Jimmy Dickinson, Tom Finney... Stanley Matthews, Stan Mortensen, and Billy Wright. Tough. How many were there? Uh, there six. I think you get yeah. six, yeah. Race Carter, Jimmy Dickinson, Tom Finney, Stanley Matthews, Stan Mortensen, Billy Wright. Finney? Incorrect. Oh, it's the other two. It's the first two. It's one of them. <laughs> yeah. Carter. Correct. Carter. Race Carter was one. The other was Stanley Matthews, who didn't arrive in time. Um, he played against Chile, but he didn't um, arrive in time for the first game. Three points out of that round, Chris. Bobbins. It's a good score. That. Ryan. Northern Ireland or the Republic of Ireland? Yeah, I saw where this was going. Uh, let's uh, embarrass ourselves with the Republic of Ireland first. Republic of Ireland. Yes, please. Uh, Let me find the page. All right, that's fine. Again, oh. just fill for a minute. Well, I was going to say I was quiet during that round because um, I could I gathered what was coming with with my next choice. So I thought that was yeah. a very commendable effort there, Chris. <laughs> yes, and I have a feeling this is probably going to be tougher. In truth, uh, Ryan, right, pick a number. Uh, based on the numbers so far, I think the later numbers are 
more modern question. So we'll start with number nine. I've just lost my place in the book again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number nine. Yeah. Uh, the blimey. This Wh- right. This which is, one did this I say? The... Republic or Northern? I said Republic. Republic. Yeah. Fine. Republic. Yeah. This is just to just to let you know. This is the first time that a question's actually been a whole paragraph. Oh no. The Republic of Ireland's qualifying campaign for the 1982 World Cup was unsuccessful but promised good things to come. The Irish had a nightmare group with Belgium, France and the Netherlands and managed to finish third behind France only on goal difference. Still haven't got to a question, obviously. This is the team by club that beat France 3-2 in a qualifier and they played a 5-3-2. So these are the clubs these players played for. Um, so basically, how many of the players can you name, Ryan? So, Bolton Wanderers, Birmingham City, Manchester United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs, Liverpool, Newcastle, Juventus, Man United, Brighton and Hove Albion. So, uh, I'll go. I'll go over them again. Bolton Wanderers, Birmingham City. Manchester United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Tottenham Hotspur, Liverpool, Newcastle United, Juventus, Manchester United, Brighton and Hove Albion. Um, Frank Stapleton. Correct. Uh, Liam Brady, guesses Juventus. Correct. And now we're struggling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a vile question, by the way. It is. I would have known the Brighton and Hove Albion player, and that is it. I wouldn't have even guessed those two. So he's. he's I've only got Brady here. Yeah, he's two points ahead of he's of me already. Really. Uh, I mean, I can guess people like Packy Bonner. But I don't think he was around the side by then. Incorrect. I tell you what, I'm going to do, Ryan. When you go, I think two without getting a correct one, I'm going to end the question. I will uh, be here all night. That's fine. Um, David O'Leary. Correct. Uh, I mean, this is lots of as. Brighton. Chris Hewton. Correct. Good shout. Uh, and now I'm. Um, uh, sorry, that was a tip off from Dave from Brighton. So, uh, just to put that, he wasn't the Brighton player. No, oh, was he not? Oh, no. Uh, I think that's that's all I've got. Really, you done. Uh, yeah. The team was Jim McDonough, Dave Langan, Kevin Moran, Mark Lawrenson, David O'Leary, Chris Hutton, Ronnie Whelan, Mick Martin, Liam Brady, Frank Stapleton, Michael Robinson. That been... was an absolute stinker of a question, uh, that, Ryan. That was... uh, Fine. Uh, let's go another fif- number. 15, please. Which player, first capped by the Republic of Ireland as a West Bromwich Albion player in 1966, <laughs> later won caps while at Shamrock Rovers in his 30s, becoming, in 1978, the last League of Ireland-based player to score for the national team? And it's actually given you a multiple choice here, Ryan, so oh, you okay. lucked out. Fran O'Brien, Ray Treacy, Don Givens, or Brendan O'Callaghan? Do you want to have uh, any more Irish names, lads? Don, Don <laughs> Givens. 
Yeah, I mean, Brendan O'Callaghan, he was bordering <laughs> on a bit of casual racism, isn't it? Uh, Ray Treacy. Okay. So, apologies. Next That's one, right. Ryan. Uh, right, so my theory on the later questions being more current isn't true, so let's go. Absolutely to shot to bits. Question two, please. <laughs> Uh, which member of the Republic of Ireland team at the 1990 World Cup finals was near the beginning of a career that would make him the first player to reach 100 caps for the country? Steve Staunton. Correct. Another one, Ryan? Uh, question six. Yeah, I'll, I need to stop shutting the page when I look for the answers, don't I? Um which member of the Republic of Ireland squad at the 2012 European Championships was playing in Russia for Spartak Moscow at the time? Oh, oh shit. Um, I will offer this across because this is a tap-in. Eden McGeady? Correct. Uh, uh, question, me. question one. Finish. I thought you were going to milk that for a bit longer, so I was halfway over having a swig of Miller then. <laughs> no, Brilliant. Um, question one. Which Republic of Ireland striker ended his international career after a brawl with a Turkish player at the end of a playoff for qualification for the 2000 European Championships, which the Irish lost? Um... That's the only one, apart from McGeady, I think I would get out of all of these. John Aldridge. No. Tony Cascarino. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving you the point. No, though. that's fine. Right. So. <laughs> Good round two. <laughs> yes. Ryan on 16, Chris on 12. So still still fairly tight. Fairly tight. I wonder um, what third round's going to be. You're going to have um, here, we're going to have a World Cup round, oh. basically. That's the long and short of it. You're both going to get five questions, one in turn, and they will be offered over. Right. Okay, right. so there are several World Cup quizzes in here. So give me a number between one and eight. Uh, seven. Seven. Excellent. Good to get my excuses in early there. Lovely. <laughs> uh, Chris went first, first round. So Ryan, you can go first this round. Okay. Number between 1 and 15. Uh, number 1. Who came off the bench to score twice and turn Australia's opening match at the 2006 World Cup Finals against Japan? The result, a 3-1 win, was key in securing a place in the knockout rounds. Uh, Tim Cahill? Yes. Massive prick. <laughs> uh, Chris, number between 1 and 15. A bit personal. Uh, 3. Uh, who was the coach who masterminded Italy's wins in the 1934 and 1938 World Cups? Oh, God, what was his name? Again, a bit of a you either know it or you don't, I'm afraid, Chris. Uh, I'm going to have a guess at Riva. No. Like Ryan? Uh, I have no idea. Vittorio Pozzo. Yeah. Jonathan Wilson would have got it. Sure. Ryan, give me a number. Five. Who scored three of England's goals to help them out the group stage at the 1966 World Cup Finals? Uh, Bobby Charlton. Incorrect. Chris? Uh, (sighs) 
No, gone. It was, and I've heard people shout something similar at Dan, actually. Roger Hunt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who was next? Ryan? No, no Chris. Chris, mate. Two. What was the name of the stadium in Montevideo that f- hosted the first World Cup final? Montevideo. I think it's been... I think the name given here is actually... I think it's actually been renamed, but I might be wrong. Don't know. Centenario. Correct. Yeah. Got that out of nowhere. Correct. Ryan. Um... 11. Who scored... Oh, Jesus. Who scored Ireland's goal as they took advantage of a poor Italian performance at the 1994 World Cup Finals? Ray Hyden. Tapping of all tappings. Chris. 13. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Hang on. Why am I looking at FA Cup? We were looking at World Cup, aren't we? Yes. Sorry, it. what did you say? 13? Yeah. Mexico in 1986, Costa Rica in 1990, United States in 1994, Nigeria in 1998, and China in 2002. Who was the coach for the World Cup final campaigns of all of them? Bora Milutinovic. Bora Militinovic. Any fan of Italian art, you can't forget that name, surely. Uh, Ryan, number? Um, nine. Uh, oh, man. This is, another, this is another paragraph's worth of a question. Italy's win over Brazil in the second phase of the 1982 World Cup finals tournament was a Stonewall classic. Maybe even the best game the World Cup has ever seen. Can you? Here are the lineups with some gaps. Can you fill them in? So, in fact, what I'm going to do here, actually, is I'm going to split these across the two of you because it's it's only fair because otherwise Ryan's got a chance to make an absolute shed load of points. Uh, Ryan, yeah, Italy, mm-hmm. Zoff, yeah, missing name, Oriali, Colavati, sub. Subbed off for missing, Gentili, Cabrini, Conte, missing. Subbed off for Marini, Antognoni. My pronunciation strong on all of these, isn't it? Uh, at Rossi and missing. So basically, you've got what four missing Italian players there. Um, you didn't say Bergami. I don't correct. Think the There's one, and you didn't say Tardelli. Correct. There's two. After you get that, the other two. I've, I've no idea. Uh, Scaria and Graziani. I don't think if, if you're listening to this podcast and you've got all four there, then <laughs> just, just just get out more. Really, just go out and see the sun. Uh, Chris Brazil. Yes. Uh, in goal, Walder Perez, who was shite. Uh, Leandro, <laughs> Oscar, Lozinho. Missing, Cerezo, missing, missing, Edair, Zico, missing, subbed off for Isidoro. So you've actually got five Brazilians five. there to have a go at. I have not got five. Um, no, sorry, I've got that completely wrong. You've got four Brazilians to have a go at. 
Do you oh, want me wow. to read the team out again? Uh, yeah, I haven't got four either, but yeah. Uh, Perez, <laughs> Leandro, Oscar, Lazinho, missing name, Serrazo, missing name, missing name, Adair, Zico, missing name, subbed off for Isidoro. Oh, uh, Socrates. Correct. Player we have talked about recently. Recently? Yeah. Falcao. Correct. Two more of which I'd say probably one is gettable. Not for me, it ain't. No, I'm done. Go, yep. Uh, Junior and Serginio. Uh, all night. Uh, so, Chris, your question. Seven. I do hope someone's been keeping track of how many questions we've had because yeah. I certainly haven't. Do I this get is, a point if I have? This is. I've been keeping score as well. This is question eight. <laughs> Who qualified <laughs> for the nineteen seventy four World Cup finals at England's expense, and which England player was sent off in the first game between the two? Oh, for God's sake. And who described the Polish team's goalkeeper as a clown during England's home match against them at Wembley? Uh, that was Brian Clough. Correct. Uh, I don't know who the qualifying team was unless it was Poland. Correct. <laughs> That's a free point. Um, so said Polish goalkeeper in, in the, the question. Yeah, <laughs> it literally says that in the book. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, so it's oh, which England player... Off. Was sent off in the first game between the two sides. Keggy. Incorrect. Yeah. Alan Ball. Uh, Ryan, pick a number. <laughs> um, number 12, please, David. Norway came from 1 0 down to memorably beat Brazil and qualify alongside them for the knockout phase of the 1998 World Cup finals. What a game this was, by the way. Who was the Chelsea striker who scored their first goal and earned the penalty that gave them the win? Oh, come on. Uh, Tor Andre Flo? Correct. I'll go out on a limb here. Name one other Norwegian striker from the tournament, Ryan. <laughs> oh. Uh, I mean, that's not the question. So let's just move no. on to Chris. Uh, Chris, what number? Um, Stefan Everson. 15. 15. Who was voted best player at the 2014 World Cup finals but seemed embarrassed at the award? Messi. Incorrect. So, Chris, 19 points. Ryan. 21 hey. points. Who was it? Messi. You're correct. You said, you said incorrect. No, did I? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sitting here with a wife. I have only had one bottle of Miller, haven't I? Confirmed. I only had the one. <laughs> um, round number three. This is... We, we're round, probably going to have... Four. I, I was going to have five here, but we may, time-wise, we may knock that down to three. Yeah. Pick a num. This is going to be completely random. You're going to go in turn. They will be passed over. Uh, Chris, you can go first again. Pick a number between one and two hundred for any of the quizzes that is in here, and then pick a number between one and fifteen. Seventeen. So, so we're going for quiz number seventeen, and I shall tell you your subject in just a second. Thank you. 
good luck editing out all this noise of me flicking through the book. Have you got to find the quiz and then find the answers? Yes. Ah, okay. <laughs> Pick an easy question, though. Literally how it works, Ryan. I'll yeah. be honest with you. Um, so what did you? Get? What number did you go for? Seventeen. What yeah, but what if number? You haven't been looking for that quiz. But not what number between one and fifteen? Oh, I haven't yet. One. <laughs> you oh. See, this is where you can luck out or be really unfortunate. <laughs> Gordon Cowens and Paul Rideout both left Aston Villa in 1985 to join which newly promoted Italian Serie A club? And it Bari. even gives you a multiple choice. Bologna, Bari, Bari Palermo or Calgary? Bari. Correct. Ryan, uh, one and number- 200. 132. I'm assuming we're saying we're not allowed to pick the same number as previous. Yeah, because that'll yeah. just annoy me. Okay. And I'll just give you one on a ridiculous subject you know now about. Fine. Oh, you're joking. 132? Yeah. Well, if anybody has got this book at home, they can confirm he's picked that randomly and it's Northern Ireland. Oh, good. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. Uh, but question number six. Question number six is, when Northern Ireland won the 1979-80 home championships, which Blackburn Rovers wingers made his debut in the first match, scored an own goal in the second, and closed it by scoring the winning goal against Wales that sealed the title? Uh, Mal Donaghy. Mal Donaghy? Six. Uh... Noel Brotherston. Yeah. Noel Brotherston. So, mm. no chance. Chris, 1 and 200. Uh, 103. Lucky for some. Uh, you have got the Football League. 1 and uh, 15. Narrow it down. Uh, 3. Let me get the answers up. 3. Which post-war striker became the first player to score more than 200 goals for Manchester United, including two in the 1948 FA Cup final, 30 in the 51-52 title-winning season? And for which club did his younger brother Arthur score more than 250 goals? Tough. Yeah, pass and uh, Manchester City. Uh, let's have a look. Do you know that one, Ryan? No. It is uh, Jack Rowley and Leicester City. Mm. don't think a Man United existed before the 50s. don't think any football did before mm. 1992. Uh, Ryan, 1 and 200? Uh, 18. 18. You have got Champions League, number between 1 and 15. 14. 14. Mm-hmm. Who scored seven of the goals between them as Real Madrid walloped Swedish champions Malmo in the group stages of the 2015-16 Champions League? And which British entrants did Malmo eliminate in the final qualifying round before the group stage? Uh, so Malmo put out Celtic in the final qualifying stage. Uh, how many for the seven goals? How many people do I need? Two, three. Uh, let's have a look. It says here the answer is Claudio Ranieri, so I think I'm on the wrong page. 
Give us a second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, two players, and Celtic is correct. Uh, to presumably, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has scored three or four of them. And, correct. Um, one of the B, Benzema. Correct. Chris, one and two hundred. One. Oh, like what you've done there. And one, Chris, is general. Oh. Uh, one and fifteen. One. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, you've picked the only uh, the only question in the book, which I would argue is a bit existential. Uh, question number one. <laughs> Concacaf, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the uh, confederation body for North and Central America. It is, and Caribbean football, of course, but I will give you that. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Ryan, number between 1 and 200. 200. Good lad. Just taking a piss now, aren't you? If you're not going to take this seriously... Uh, 200 is please be women's football <laughs> we'll get that uh, right hang on hang on a sec let me just have a look at this because this is a weird there. question this That's is right. another one of these name a, name a million players right uh, I'll tell you what Ryan i tell you what Ryan we're going to save yeah. that question for the last okay. round and you'll see why when we get there. So you're getting in. Uh, so instead, go for a hundred. A hundred. Yeah. Yep. Hundred Premier League one and fifteen. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Former England fullback Luke Young played in the Premier League for which five clubs? Uh, Luke Young played for Charlton. Fulham. Villa, uh, West West Ham. That's probably wrong. And he also played for. He also played for Sunderland. Incorrect. He got two out of five. Spurs, Charlton, Middlesbrough, Villa, QPR. Two out of five. Chris. Number between one and two hundred. Uh, sixty-two. Sixty. I thought you were going to go for sixty-nine, just for the absolute banter of it. Uh, global, Chris. <laughs> oh, one and fifteen. Three. Three. Lee Yai was South Korea's captain at the two thousand and six World Cup. True. Although he never played in Europe. He was genuinely world-class, subjective, and won 133 caps for his country. But what was his position? Goalkeeper. I'll tell you in a minute. (laughs) Uh, uh, Here we go. Polo one shot. No, again, I'm on the wrong thing here, aren't I? What was it, number three? Yeah. It was goalkeeper, correct. Uh, I think we'll do one more of these. Well, Chris went first. 
Did he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I must have done. Right. Yes, I did. Ryan, your go. Uh, 69, please, Dave. Legend! Yay. Uh, it's funny because it means something dirty. Uh, number between 1 and 15? Uh, 11. 11. You've got general again. Ooh. Which club was saved from dropping out of the Football League when on loan goalkeeper Jimmy Glass scored an unlikely willing goal from a corner? Carlisle? Oh, you bastard. Uh, yeah, I'm just double-checking. Oh. Yeah. Good. I know. Well, I know it is. I don't know why I'm double-checking. But I am double-checking. Yeah, Carlisle yeah. United. Yeah. Uh, which Do you know which team? I'll give a point to either of you if you can name who actually went down. Grimsby. Incorrect. Uh... York, Scarborough. Uh, so are, are we now? Are we now even on them, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. Right. Maybe, we'll yeah, do, probably carry on. Yeah, we'll do one more each, and then we'll go. It. We'll do the final question. <laughs> All right. Who needs five rounds anyway? It's not like five's a significant number to us. Uh, Chris, number between one and two hundred. Uh, Seventy-eight. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 78 World Cup number between 1 and 15 1 which Scotland based striker scored a late late penalty to give Greece a win over that Quad de Ivory hmm? and knock them out of the 2014 World Cup finals Samaras yeah I'm not even looking it was wasn't it gotta be I better it? look and. I better look because if we get that wrong, we'll just look it. I'll look even more foolish than I do on a regular basis, anyway. Of course, it was Samaras. Ryan, you know the drill. Uh, 198. 198. Uh, Football League. Oh, no. Uh, question two. Who, <laughs> in 1936. <laughs> <laughs> Became the last of the 12 founder members of the Football League to suffer the... I can't even say it. uh, The despair of... Yes, of relegation to the second division. The football... The... uh, Accrington. Do you know it, Chris? Aston it ain't Villa. Accrington. Correct. Ugh. Aston Villa. Right. Now, we get the <coughs> scores on the doors are Chris has 24 and Ryan has 26. Oh, it's tight. Oh, she's tight. It's a bit like QI, this, isn't it? I'm not sure about those. <laughs> right. I don't know what this question is, but it's a long old question with a long old list as answer. So... We're going to read it together. And it's basically, we'll do it as whatever the question is, whoever gets most names. Right. Right. Uh, Hang on. Uh, uh, Hang on. 
Hang on, that don't make any sense. <laughs> uh, let me get this right. Dan, come back. Uh, what? I don't even understand that. Uh, I don't even understand that, so I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're just going to have a fastest finger first round. Uh, <laughs> I can't I can't be bothered with that. I can't even get my head around it. We'll do it on... Um, We'll do it on the Premier League, so let me just find a Premier League quiz. Uh, so, I'm going to do all 15 questions, but sort of a little bit quick fire. Okay. Uh, fastest finger first, obviously. So, whoever are here first, fly in. Do you want if, us to say uh, our names, or give just give the answer? Names. Okay. If anybody does what I can only describe as a Dan story, <laughs> and shouts out without an answer just to get in there first... I will dock them all of their points. Okay. Uh, question number one. Coventry City were trading strikers in August 1999, selling one to Leeds United for around £5 million and paying an extra million for a teenager to replace him from nearby Wolves. Ryan, Who were the two players involved? Robbie Keane and uh, Dion Dublin. Oh, that's wrong. Incorrect. It was Darren Huckabee and Robin Keane. So I'll give you one point. What? What did he say? What did he answer? I said Robbie Keane and Dion Dublin. Yeah, I was going to say. I got one of them right. Yeah. Uh, In August 1992, Liverpool lost to Nottingham Forest as Teddy Sheringham scored the game's only goal. The match was a first in which way? Ryan. Yeah. First... Substitute in Premier League history. Incorrect, Chris. First televised Premier League game. Correct. Oh, Ryan, that was an absolute tap in, yeah. my old son. Yeah. Uh, Rafael Benitez frequently moaned about not being able to spend like Manchester United. From 2004 to 2009, United spent £189 million. How much did Liverpool spend? Chris. And I'll, I'll give you £10 million either way, actually, to be in the ballpark here. Yeah? £210 million. Incorrect. Ryan, 253 million. He's not going to be a hypocrite here, isn't he? How did you know that? It's 251 million. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Um, Which city slicker was chairman of Southampton between 1996 and 2006 and returned a couple of years later just in time to take the club into administration? Chris. Which manager did he sack while he was in court clearing his name of false and heinous allegations? Chris, you were obviously first in. Was it Rupert Lowe? Correct. And uh, I've forgotten his bloody name. Dave Jones. Correct. Uh... Which Frenchman is the only player from outside the British Isles to have passed 400 appearances Ryan. in the Premier League and for which four clubs? Sylvain Distan. Uh, Correct. Everton. Uh, no, I can't remember who Sylvain Distan is played for. Newcastle? Not Newcastle. Uh, Everton, Newcastle, Fulham and uh, somebody else in the north. Chris, I'm going to let you have a go for the other two. Everton and Newcastle were correct. Man City. Correct. Oh, shite. Uh, You'll both kick yourself when you hear the last one. I'm sure we will. No. Portsmouth. Portsmouth. 
Which striker with a bad boy reputation, subjective again, Mm -hmm. uh, started the season in fine style in 93-94, scoring a hat-trick for Coventry City in a surprising 3-0 win against Arsenal? Chris. Yes. Mickey Quinn. Correct. Uh, which West Bromwich Albion midfielder captain Slovenia when they made their second World Cup final appearance in 2010 to which other English club did he move after the tournament helping them back into the top flight Ryan yes Corran yes and he went to no Cardiff incorrect you want to have a go at the club Chris Uh, Norwich Incorrect, it was Hull Uh, Who scored an injury time winner to win a thrilling Manchester derby 4-3 in September Michael Owen Correct Uh, Who was the goalkeeper bought by Liverpool from Vitesse Arnhem in 1999 for for a British record free who was his number two, inexplicably left on the bench for the following season, and which striker joined the Dutch club from Nottingham Forest, where he was not mourned or missed? Uh, Brian Roy. Uh, hang on a sec. Uh, no, so in- incorrect on one. So who was the keeper bought by Liverpool from Vitesse? Uh, oh, don't know. And who was inexplicably left on the bench? Vesterveld. I'm gonna. Do you know what? Because if you'd have thrown three names in, I'm gonna give you one. I'm gonna give you Vesterveld. But oh, Vesterveld's actually the answer to the first Did one. Did he not move from a different club in the first question of the whole quiz? No, yeah. he moved from Liverpool. That's uh-huh. when he moved from Liverpool at that point. So Ryan, I've got to give you a go on the striker who joined Vitesse from Forest. Pierre uh, Dunk. Correct. And the number two left on the bench? Uh, would have been Ed DeHoy. Incorrect. Brad Friedel. No. Uh, in the summer of 2008, Tottenham Hotspur sold a striker to Liverpool for £19 million Ryan. and bought a winger from Robbie Blackburn Keane. Rovers for £17 million. Who were the two players involved? Robbie Keane. Yeah. And... Uh, Gone completely blank. The only people, the only wingers I can think of that played for Blackburn Rovers was Damien Duff. Incorrect. Chris, do you want to have a go? Um, I would love to have a go. <laughs> well, help yourself. Wingers. What year was it? Uh, it was summer of 2008. Spurs sell Keane to Liverpool and bought a winger from Blackburn for 17 million. How am I not getting him? Think about it. First ever player to score at the new Wembley. England player. No. I'm going to have to. I can't go. Teammates, David Bentley. Oh, uh, man. March 2016. Mark Robbins, Chris Sutton and Effin Okoko are the only hat-trick uh, scorers for which club in the Premier League? Ryan. Yes. Norwich City. Cor- Yes. 
pitch where you famously ran around naked <laughs> and I no famously told about. you it was the worst tackle ever seen at Carrow Road. <laughs> uh, in Blackburn's title-winning season of 1994-95, Alan Shearer scored 34 goals. How many were penalties? And I will give you a couple either way, I think, there. Who was second top scorer with 15 goals? Chris. Which late addition to the Rovers squad had already won a league title? And which two members would go on to win at least one more league title elsewhere? So, Chris right. was obviously first in, so we'll take them one by one. Shearer yeah. scored 34 goals. How many were penalties? 10. God, bang on the money, Chris. Nice. Lovely. Have some of that. Uh, who was second top scorer with 15 goals? Chris Sutton. Correct. Bang on the money. Uh which late addition to the Rover squad had already won a league title? Tough but gettable. Henningberg. Incorrect. David Batty. Ah. Uh, and which two members would go on to at le- win at least one more league title elsewhere and Henningberg. do not just think Premier League? Henningberg, correct. And... Uh... Think about it. Not just a Premier League title. Uh, Would go on to win. Incorrect. Ryan? Sorry, would go on to win... Title elsewhere. Oh, title elsewhere. Oh, God. Uh, No, no idea. Chris Sutton. Chris Sutton, yeah. You you slipped up there, mate. Uh, Which four players have scored 20 goals in a Premier League season for Chelsea? Ryan. Yes. Pogba. Pogba? Drogba. Oh, <laughs> take it, take it. <laughs> Drogba. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Yeah. Chris Sutton. Incorrect. And... Um, Diego Costa. Correct. I'm going to give you a go at the other one, Chris. By the way, Ryan, Chris Sutton, famously rotten at Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Never got anywhere near. Lampard. Correct. Oh, showed. Uh, Two questions to go, everybody, and then you can switch this podcast off. (laughs) Sparta Prague and Borussia Dortmund both sold Czech international midfield players to major English Premier League clubs for something over three million in the summer of 1996. Who were the two players and who were the buying clubs? Chris. Yes. Uh, Carol Poborski and Man United. Correct. Just ask the question again. Uh, Sparta Prague and Borussia Dortmund both sold Czech international midfield players to major English Premier League clubs for something over three million in the summer of '96. Who were the two players and who were the buying clubs? Uh, Thomas Skouravi. No, <laughs> you will absolutely kick yourself, Ryan. Uh... Oh, oh. I told you. And you uh, would have been right back in it then, Chris. Oh, actually, I, no, I don't um, think I've got him. Thinking, and I... I'm going to have to uh, rush you, Ryan. Um, Liverpool. Yes, correct. Uh, the 
Patrick Berger? Correct. Uh, so, on to the last question. Left-sided midfield player Matt Taylor played more than 300 Premier League games. But what were his four clubs? Chris. Go on. Bolton. Correct. Portsmouth. Correct. West Ham. Correct. Uh, Middlesbrough. Incorrect. Do you want to have a go at the last one, Ryan? Fulham. Burnley. Ryan, how many times have you used Fulham as an answer <laughs> in this quiz? They had such a collection of weird players in the early 2000s. That just... I know, but you can't just sort of relentlessly say Fulham <laughs> hoping it's going to come off at some point. It's because I remember him in a white shirt, but that was Bolton, wasn't it? That's the... uh, right, well, in the clash of man versus man, <sighs> uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your viewpoint, uh, Ryan Keeney has triumphed 42-38. to 38. Ooh. I tell you what, that was close though. That was close throughout. Enjoyable. Anyway, enough that. of this yep. madness. We've kept you for too long as it is. We shall see you all next week and we will do a proper quiz with all three of us at some point in the future. See you later. Bye. Bye.